If you're new to this channel, I want to let you know what I do here. There's a reason I'm introducing this video this way, so bear with me. And if you've been watching for a while without subscribing, or have been unsubscribed without your permission, please subscribe. It, it happens. I've been getting messages from people saying that this has been happening to them. Anyway, my thesis about the current pontificate and the crisis in the church is this. That Francis and his work reflects an attitude that believes that the Catholic Church really should emphasize the corporal works of mercy over spiritual justice, and even over the purely spiritual concerns of the faith. In other words, that the mission is to turn the church more and more into a glorified nonprofit organization, and that nonprofits' work will focus more and more on the international agenda of the United Nations, specifically their sustainable development agenda which is itself an agenda for power by the rootless transnational elites who only really want to control your lives. I mention this because the current pontificate is pushing change after change in the church. Most of you know by now about the survey of the world's bishops that has been sent out about Samorum Pontificum, and the accompanying rumors that Francis hates the traditional Latin Mass. I haven't reported on it yet, and I'm not really doing that now because I'm not surprised, given that the bishops of the U.S. and Europe are well aware of the online fights among trads and how that spills over to the harassment of the bishops. Don't be surprised if that survey comes out negatively for all of us. No, this is just in keeping with the radical agenda I started this video out with, and today I have more news of a radical agenda that will leave the church unrecognizable to most Catholics if the changes being talked about now by one of Francis's confidants comes to pass. So let's get into this now. Headline from LifeSite News. Pope Francis's confidant. Sunday mass obligation isn't indispensable. It could fall. In other words, the Sunday obligation to attend mass could itself be done away with. Think about the implications of that. I really, really want to see the Francis defenders explain this one away. This article is written by Mike Hickson, and like many stories today, it isn't getting much play because everyone is either talking about allegations in our own circles or about other issues that don't really matter nearly as much as the war on the faith being waged by those who are supposed to be our shepherds and by those who have always hated us in the secular world. According to this article, Archbishop Manuel Fernandez, who Hickson describes as one of Francis's ghostwriters and is, by the way, the author of a famous book about kissing. I'm being serious. It's called Heal Me With Your Mouth, The Art of Kissing. And it's filled with, um, shall we say, adult poetry and imagery. Yeah, this guy is close to Francis, and he's an archbishop. Anyway, Fernandez describes how the quote-unquote precept that Catholics must go to Mass on Sundays and on Holy Days of Obligation could change. He also notes that the sacrament of penance has changed over the centuries, and it could change again. How wonderful. You know me, I love changes for their own sake, especially when a global crisis that the scientific data now shows isn't nearly as bad as we thought at the beginning is being used to fuel these changes. Quoting the LifeSide article, quote, The Argentinian prelate remarks about several of the sacraments of the Catholic Church, at first stating that due to an extended period of social distancing and quarantine, we'll be required to reinvent ourselves. He adds, I do not know how Pope Francis will do it since he has insisted so much on physical closeness. About the current structures of another era, we do not yet know what its replacement will be. One of the replacements might have to do with the sacraments. With regard to the question of whether the sacraments of the Holy Eucharist and of penance need to be revised, Fernandez states, after insisting that online masses are almost a contradiction in terms due to the mystery of the Incarnation, that the obligation to go to Mass on Sundays and Holy Days is not indispensable and is something that could fall. 
The Sunday obligation is one of the six precepts of the Catholic Church. End quote. The Church has a current structure from another era, and it will be replaced, huh? Remember how I started this week off with a video from Archbishop Vigano and his warning of the Neo-Church? If you've been around a while, you'll recall the videos in my We Were Warned series about the prophesied false church, the ape of the church that will be erected over the Catholic Church as the Catholic Church appears to be torn down piece by piece and replaced with an imposter, with the appearance near the end that the Catholic Church has been conquered by its enemies from the Lodge. Well, here you go, and barely a peep out of anyone. Changes for their own sake, especially changes made to the only thing that truly matters, the faith. They are to be resisted at all costs. And yet how many Catholics would be like, well, cool, I can keep sleeping in on Sundays now as long as I get the Eucharist once a year, or whatever. Most will go along with it. Needless to say, going to Mass on Sundays and on Holy Days of Obligation is a precept of the Church, and it's a mortal sin if you don't go. But Archbishop Fernandez isn't done yet. Quoting that article again, quote, Fernandez adds that the form of the sacrament of penance has changed a lot over the centuries, and that the present form is only one of the possible ones. Concerning the Holy Eucharist, without which the Church cannot be understood, this prelate points out that there are different ways of regarding its place. One can interpret in a merely ritualistic or very intimate way, or one could understand it as the great source of communion and fraternal commitment. In the Eucharist, he continues, the Word of God itself reaches its maximum effectiveness. Fernandez does not mention here that the Holy Eucharist is the very body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, who is being offered up to God the Father the very, at every holy sacrifice of the Mass for the forgiveness of sins. One may never regard it as a merely ritualistic way. This papal advisor also insists that Pope Francis, with his new post-synodal document, Caridia Amazonia, wanted to empower the laity to, and to stop uniting priesthood and power so closely. Pope Francis, according to this prelate, wishes to distribute power through new ministries and lay functions endowed with authority. Archbishop Fernandez regrets that people have not yet picked up on these papal proposals and that no serious work is being done along these lines, end quote. One of the hallmarks of modernism is the desire to democratize the church, to tear down all the traditional barriers between men and women, between laity and clergy, and to open up everything to everyone, and to reduce the church to a social justice ministry. Modernism is the reason we have girl altar boys, communion in the hand, terrible Protestant music at the Mass, and the lady using Protestant gestures and movements at the Mass, as well as the rise of the charismatic movement among some Catholics. This is all part and parcel of modernism, and this desire to tear down the division between priests and lady is just one of the next logical steps, and frankly, they've been doing this for decades. The modernists at the Amazon Synod tried to push for married clergy, but it looks like they pushed too hard and too quickly, and now we'll get that at least for now. But the thing about modernism is this. If we let them get away with this, then they'll keep pushing. It's in their nature. They can't help themselves because they embraced the revolutionary mindset of the Lodge. Fernandez is one of those men who no one is really sure how or why he has the position he does. The revelation almost three years ago that he had written a book of so-called adult poetry that was graphic in nature should have been enough to have expelled him from Rome and sent him into a period of quiet contemplation at a monastery somewhere. Maybe Ketchikan, Alaska. In the same world, in a church not beset by modernism, that would have happened. But it didn't, and that's because at the end of the day, the Lavender Mafia are still in positions of power in Rome. And Fernandez is one of them, or he is benefiting by their grip on power. And now they want to change the sacraments and our duties to obey Christ to keep Sundays holy. Is nothing sacred to these people? I think you know the answer to that. 
Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments, please. The church needs your prayers now more than ever. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.